0: Dr. Who podcast on the net, powered by nano Nanogenes. I am your host, Mark Turcotte, and joining me as always, my kindergarten <laughs> classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, man? Uh,
1: how great would it be if Nanogenes actually existed and just, you'd be out of a job.
0: Oh, totally, yeah. Pharmacist, you know what I mean? done.
1: I'd I'd probably be out of a job.
0: You probably would, because it would just, yep, fix your I addiction. don't
1: think anything, yeah, I mean, but we would probably abuse them. Oh, like, we would totally no, abuse them. Knowing that we can be cured, we would just Mm -hmm. go do stupid things over and over again, right? So,
0: Well, what's up, everyone? Welcome here to the show. We have a great one in store for you this week. We are breaking down episode one, I'm sorry, season one, episode 10, The Doctor Dances. This is part Mm -hmm. two of this two-parter. I mean, last week, Chris, we talked about this being, or I'm sorry, the one last week being the best episode how, right. How, where are we now? Now, are you considering? For me, I'm not considering these separate episodes. Like, I think no. you, you got to put them together, right?
1: I think when you get the whole story, I think after the fact you can consider can consider them one episode. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, are you asking me if this is the best? Yeah. I mean, are you? Are you the, is this the best? And I, it's hard to argue against it because so much is going on in this show mm-hmm. uh, or the, the these these two episodes. Um, and it kind of just keeps it continues of what we said, uh, from last week, just like the creepiness factor of it. Um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, man, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was awesome.
0: Yeah, me too. Well, I think what's great about this episode and I think I mentioned it, uh, in last episode is that it just, we're, we're now kind of to the point where sure we're, we do still learn a lot in this episode. Um, just kind of about you know, things that the, the we learned about the Sonic screwdriver and just all these little little ne- yeah. neat little things. But it seems like now we've hit the ground and we're finally off and running with just some awesome Doctor Who storylines. You know, no, no longer is it like the shock of what is this show and what's going on. Now it's like we got to see a very, very good Doctor Who story arc. And honestly, this is the one like you've said before, when you go out and you read some of the best episodes this story arc is one of those top ten, even sometimes top five. Right. And it shows, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And because you don't – you know, we, we've said it so many times. Like just when people are talking about their favorite doctors, you know, Eccleston is usually not in that mix. No. So for, in my mind, I'm thinking like, well, then maybe the series really doesn't start get going until after this season. And that still might be true. That remains to be seen right. for us anyway. Um, but that doesn't mean the stories weren't great. No. You know what I mean, like you're yep. focusing on him as, as the store, as the person. And that's fine. If you, if other people are, are for whatever reason and why they're better than him, obviously we'll get there at some point. But, um, I, I kind of lost sight of like, okay, if they don't like him, that doesn't mean the, these, these episodes aren't up there with some of the best ones. Right. And I think this is uh, a perfect example of two episodes, one kind of story that is right up there.
0: Yep. No doubt. Uh, but all right. Well, before we get going here, guys, just quick little housekeeping. Don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram at Tardy Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Tardis Tardy, and don't forget, email us the Tardy Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, which, don't Chris, we have emails. Do we want to read an email? We did. Get, we got a good email this week. I got a really good email. You got? You want to? You want to read it?
1: I don't have it in front of you. Us. Don't have it in front of. <laughs> I got it. From, no. <laughs> I got it in front of us. Okay. Uh, let's see. This
0: one came to us from. This was uh, Jamie. Jamie said, This was uh, in regards to uh, what did he named this one, the subject line was Eccleston versus Tenet, which we haven't right. even gotten a tenant yet, but I want to read this email because mm-hmm. it, it's pretty good here. He says, uh, Hey guys, I'm British, living in Australia, been a Doctor Who fan uh, forever. What compelled me to write was another podcast I listened to, Guardian Radio. He says, I was actually in tears listening to the last one. Then Mark says, there's this new podcast, The Tardy Tardis. I subscribed immediately and listened to all the episodes pretty quickly. I remembered most things about watching the show the first time around. Uh, I said again on repeats, but forgot the odd details. I have since started rewatching again, and I have now overtaken you guys. So I'll have to take my foot off the gas a bit. It's just been a bit addictive. I, it really speeds up at the end of season one, which I we're getting close to the end of season yeah. one. I think he's right. Yep. He says, anyway, Eccleston is amazing, fantastic, even. (laughs) He says, I remember him being that way, and he's thinking he's the best ever. Apart from Tom Baker and the originals, who's most older fans' favorite, uh, step up Tenet. He says, I was worried all over again. The first episode, (coughs) boom. He ruined Mm. it for everyone else. Mm. No one else can be that good. I hope you guys like him. Wow. He says, on a side note, people. Uh, Do shout at the radio or slap their hands in disbelief at some of your guesses or conclusions, but that's the beauty of this show. It's hilarious. I'm sure you are missing many hidden uh, Anglo-centric Easter eggs but you are finding a few all in all it's reignited me watching the show again. In a few episodes, you do get a fair few answers to your questions. So don't panic. It's just okay. hilarious that it's not instantly ingrained in your psyche. Like it is in ours.
1: Right. <laughs> That's so <Yeah>. true. <laughs>
0: he says, I asked a friend a Brit, if he liked Dr. Who? No, he said, where is he from? I said, he instantly answered correctly. No spoilers here. Love the okay. show. Jamie PS. He put a link as to why Eccleston didn't hang about. So he sent us a link to that, which we'll, we'll talk about that one. We,
1: yeah. We'll I don't on. remember if we talked about that off the air or, yeah, or on I'm the air. When, or we might do talk our, about
0: when we do our season one wrap yeah. or you know our kind of review, right. we'll, we'll talk about it then. But, Jamie, thanks for the email. And, again, if yeah. you guys want to email us, Podcast at gmail.com. Have your voice heard here on the show.
1: Yeah. Am I commenting you, on that?
0: Go ahead. You want to
1: comment? Well, sometimes I lose track of that while we're recording. I lose track of, um, that because we've done podcasting for so long and and what we, for almost however long we've done it, we've, we've done things for, um, what's in the here and now. You know what I mean? So like if a movie comes out, we will talk about it. If a game comes out, we will talk about it. And I get in that mode when we're talking about these, uh, episodes and while it's happening, I kind of lose track of like, there's, 11 seasons out of this thing and (laughs) then and then as soon as we're done like it all i I remember all that yeah so for me and you like we we genuinely are just i mean like that's the whole point of the show is we're we're experiencing it for the first time time. and 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 i and i'm glad that he kind of said like he's smacking his head but he gets it like he he, he, like it's kind of a joke like that we are as stupid as we are with this thing but that's the whole point you like,
0: get the joke jamie yes right that's right. the point of this show it's two guys who have no clue talking right. about one of the biggest geek things out there if you're gonna start a doctor who podcast you gotta be a pro right
1: yeah Wrong. and i'm just i know i'm just happy that nobody's <laughs> sent emails that like this is the dumbest show ever these guys have no idea what they're talking about <laughs> we say that in every single episode <laughs> we do. so I'm happy. Thank you for everybody listening. Not like, you know, tearing us to shreds because yeah. that's why we I love are... doing
0: this show, man. It's so much fun. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. All right. Let's jump in here, Chris, with the doctor dances. And uh, it picks up right where we left off uh, last episode outside yeah. of the, the classic recap that we see in the beginning, which which seemed to be a little bit longer of a recap. I think that was like one of the longest recaps we've had of any episode uh, yeah. because it really went through a lot. But it jumps right in with them being surrounded with both Nancy and the doctor and Rose and Jack being basically cornered by these children. And then at the final moment, yeah, the doctor, because they keep asking, are you my mummy? And he just says, go to your room. And he just starts, <laughs> he like takes the role of the parent and just starts yelling, go to your room at him, right?
1: Yeah. Um. Well, first of all, like they did this, like the the last time we had a, a two episode episode. Uh, Story. they did the same thing. They kind of just slid into the... If you remember that, like when they were all getting shocked in that one room, it kind of just picked right up. It's awesome how they do that. I really like that. Um, And I was really thinking, like, how are they going to get out of this at at the end of the the first part of this? Because you can't touch these things at this point in the the episode. You can't touch them. Nope. So I really was thinking, like, where are they going to go? I thought that was kind of like a brilliant way to do it. Yep. Like, there's just you're treating them like children and uh, just tell them to go to your room but what was interesting was wasn't um, the the one who's in front of uh, what's the girl Nancy she wasn't doing anything she was just like she was just like stay away whatever Right. and he even turned around he, and walked they're him. all
0: connected yeah the, all mm. the nanogenes are somehow connected
1: mm-hmm.
0: I love Eccleston's performance here too man because he, he just like takes it over he's like I'm very very cross <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, he ends it by saying, well, I'm glad that worked because those would have been terrible last words. Last words, right.
1: <laughs> Great line.
0: Uh, it's awesome. Uh, let's see. Then after that, so they all turn around and, uh, you know, he's just got a big smile on his face when they go uh, flat. Actually, that's right where the intro starts, right? It was right after that scene, which right I thought was that. a perfect start with the, the music drop in there. Then, of right. course, like you said, you see uh, uh, Nancy's, the child in front of her, go walking away. Uh, and then it cuts to Jack basically explaining what it was. Um, That he was setting up to do. Because if you remember, he was kind of at the end when they were being surrounded and things weren't looking like they were going to go so great. He basically admitted that he is just a con man and Mm -hmm. was there to convince a time agent that Mm -hmm. this space junk that they chased there uh, was going to be worth something and that he would try to get some money from them, get a 50% payment up front, have a bomb, because now it is known that a bomb does drop where this thing landed. And that then he said he'd basically be able to buy the guy a drink after it was blown up with the guy's money. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that was kind of his, uh, his con that he was doing, right? Kind of genius, I guess.
1: It's very brilliant. Really brilliant. I, I would never think we, – we are always talking about, like, time travel and how it just blows our mind. Mm. I would never think to go how I would do con jobs – uh, and, and make some money off of doing it, but that's a, a genius way to do it. And you had it. said, um, you know, before that when and I think in, in this episode's, uh, preview there's something about like the volcano day or something like that. We had no idea what that meant. Yep. That makes sense because. Yep. Jack was saying something about like, you go back to Pompeii, which <laughs> is so wrong, man. Just oh, to yeah. take advantage of people yep. like that. Uh, but you kind of, and he laughs it off. Like you got to have your, uh. Your watch set to volcano day um where would you go i mean did you what would you do and kind of like what what disaster oh, i couldn't disaster. do it
0: i don't know if i, I, can I wouldn't it. want to be there for a disaster man why would you want to be anywhere like that
1: i don't well you get out of there before it yeah happens. Uh,
0: I, I mean i guess maybe when the dinosaurs when the asteroid hit <laughs> <laughs> so we're we'll going to jurassic park man and see a dinosaur like that's <laughs> Come on, man.
1: I don't know, man. I I just I don't I couldn't do it knowing that you know I'm I'm profiting on people that will literally die. Like yeah. I just hmm. I don't know. Doesn't matter.
0: But I don't. Know. I think Pompey though that 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 is interesting that he does mention it. In the volcano day that that term comes up multiple times. Even the doctor uses it a few times uh, throughout this episode, which is uh, kind of neat. But we did find out that Jack is saying that the crash ship was what a burnt out medical transport. So right here, the seeds are somewhat being planted that this is just a medical transport. And he says that it had nothing, nothing it, it. nor he really had anything to do with what's going on, which, of course, by the end of this episode, we know that is pretty much the reason why all this is happening is because right. it was a medical transport and exactly kind what of, was in that.
1: We kind of figured it had something to do with it. it we didn't. To, uh, right. Let's get real. Right. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> let's see. So then Nancy hears the all clear. Um, siren that starts going off because at that point, isn't that when they hear it? um, I think with Jack and Jack says, that means you all clear. So they start going to the door, um, go outside, shows Nancy going outside. But we, if you remember the last episode, Nancy would go in when there were these sirens and gather food and her and all the the young homeless kids would go and eat this nice, nice meal, this nice spread. Well, we get to meet uh, Mr. and Mrs. Lloyd, who is that family we saw kind of run out of the house. Initially they come back and basically push her back in, knowing that she's been messing about uh, in their house. Right. And so he's he's uh, you know basically calling Nancy out, saying, we're calling the police, blah, blah, blah. But Nancy then turns the tables on him and says, wait a minute. Big time. You seem to have a lot of food. And your wife seems to have been maybe messing about with the butcher. But no, that's not really what's going on. You have <laughs> wire cutters. You have a torch. Yeah. I know you're breaking into the butcher's place and getting all this food. Come on. It's basically what she's saying,
1: right? I mean, well...
0: That's what I'm thinking. That's what she's saying, right? That he's breaking in. It's not that the wife's been messing about with the butcher, even though that's what people are saying. It's that right. the husband is breaking is into the, the one butcher's doing place.
1: It. Yeah.
0: Taking the food. <laughs> right? Because it's
1: think? only it's only three of them, right? Isn't it? Yeah. It, it, and, and the kid. They have like one... Two kids or one kid? Just I can't Just one kid, I think. It's Just uh, the one kid.
0: Who's the kid from the chocolate factory that... Uh, augustus glump or whatever his name is augustus the fat kid that's the that's the son that's what i've decided they're they're oh. the uh, the augustus parents because they're just all like, uh, okay i got you a bunch of food
1: i mean whether it's two kids or one it doesn't matter no uh there's
0: they had thanksgiving dinner man
1: yeah yeah um but she does a good job but the, the, the funny thing about that was like she she kind of tells him like she's been like casing that house for a while yeah so it's not just like she it just does this randomly and goes into places like she does her homework. Mm-hmm. It seems like, and she knew all along like this was the perfect guy to uh, to go after because he's stealing himself. So and this was the, this how she probably like thought this in her head like if he ever catches me, this is exactly what I can I do to turn the tables, tables on him. him. And yep. that's exactly what happened. So <clears throat>
0: yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then it cuts back to the uh, doctor and Rose and Jack back at the hospital. And they reach room 802, where we did learn in the first episode from Dr. Constantine. Somebody yeah. at the end of the episode calls him Dr. Constantine. which I thought He does, was kind of yeah. He does. Uh, but that's where the first victim was, which we find out is Jamie, who is Nancy's quote-unquote brother, we're going to say for now. This, right, um, right. And uh, he was the victim of the bomb. And we see uh, the doctor... Uh, what Jack pulls out his sonic blaster. Cause I think the doctor says you have a blaster and he says, yep, pulls it out. So not only is there sonic screwdrivers, man, there's sonic like blasters. blasters. Yeah. Yes. And it basically digitizes this lock and uh, <laughs> it goes away, uh, and, and kind of creates this hole that they're able to get through. And now uh, they start talking about the blasters and, and sonic devices. And, uh, the doctor tells Jack that he went to the factory where the blasters were made And Jack says, uh, yeah, well, it blew up. And the doctor says, like I said, once. Once. Did he blow it up? I don't know, man. Did he blow it up, man?
1: Didn't you ask the question, is the doctor bad?
0: Is the doctor evil? We even got an email or a tweet or something about that at one point.
1: Right. And is he evil or did he blow it up for a reason? And, you know, he's still the good guy. We don't know that, obviously. Mm. But uh, they they do it so, like, in passing. Like, it's not harped on – It's just the way that he, the way that he converses with people, it's just his quote was, you know, like I said, once and they just move on. So if you're really not like paying attention to it, you might not think anything of it. So um, I think for people who are like doing a podcast on the show, we're paying attention attention. to stuff like that. (laughs) And like we talked
0: about a few episodes ago put on your subtitles because that might be something mm-hmm. that would just kind of go over your head. But when you're actually reading it on the screen, right. you're going to pick up on these things. So if you are rewatching and if you're a longtime who fan kind of rewatching it here along with us, put on your subtitles while you're watching it because it, it totally opens it up so much right. more. Right. Uh, but then they go in the room and uh, they see just what toys all over the floor. There's drawings all over the wall. Um, and then uh, they turn on a tape recorder and you hear Dr. Constantine basically talking uh, to the child, and just keep mm-hmm. saying, you know, asking him, you know, just random questions, and the kid just keeps saying, "Are you my mummy? Are you my mummy?" And uh, Rose seems, you know, a little, little uh, perplexed by this, uh, that you know the child doesn't know who the mother is. But then they start noticing that. Um, but the key, is that when they keep hearing that weird odd sound?
1: And you then mean they- the tape?
0: On the tape recorder, right? And the they realize play. that the tape has ended. Because right. this is the point where he says that we sent the kid to his room.
1: This is his room.
0: This is his room, right? Right.
1: Great, great moment. Yep. And yeah, spooky and, and, moment, uh, man. It is. And he he says, you know, the that I think Rose says it, doesn't she? Like, you know, what's that sound? What's He's that like, sound? Yeah. That that he goes thirty seconds ago that tape ran out. And it's those old, you know, the real 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 things. Yep. And it's just flipping. And the, are you my mummy is the kid right there mm-hmm. standing right there in the room. Creepy, dude. Creepy, <laughs> creepy. creepy. This,
0: this whole arc has been creepy. Yeah, like yeah. that's why I think this, these two episodes capture so much good, and we'll talk about it even at the end. Again, like the heartwarming moments are at the end again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like this this two-story arc has so many ups and downs. There's like sci-fi going on. There's creepiness going on. There's heartfelt moments. It's great, man. This These, right. this is, these are just great episodes. Uh, but then we have Jack. <laughs> Here's a funny moment. Jack goes to pull out the sonic blaster to shoot the kid, and the doctor right. has swapped it out with a banana. <laughs> Which is hilarious. I think. Which, the, how did
1: he do that, though?
0: I don't know, man. He's the doctor. Maybe he traveled through time. Like when they get back to the TARDIS, years down the line, just travels back just to swap it out. I don't know. Right. Uh, but the doctor uses Jack's blaster, which he swapped out, and uh, tells Jack not to drop the banana because it's a good, it's source, good source of, of potassium.
1: potassium. <laughs> I love it. I love
0: it. It's awesome. Oh, uh, so good. Um, but then we see the blaster. Cause now, have we ever seen or do we see the sonic screwdriver actually? I mean, I guess we see it towards the end doing some barbed wire. barbed wire But, but stuff, we've never right. seen it on a scale like this. I mean, the sonic blaster is able to just basically create holes in walls like or the portals, floor. Yeah, yeah, like a portal, basically. It's like a portal gun. Yeah. And then they're able to seal it up like right away. Right. And seal the kid basically up where they are.
1: Um, well, and he can get through. Like they, they... <clears throat> they they don't teleport themselves, but they they they, you know, create a hole in the wall to get through, and then they're kind of like in that hallway, and they're coming from both sides. That kid is like breaking through the wall, and Rose kind of like points it downward. Yeah, yep. And they just fall through the fall through the floor, and then seal the well. Now it's the ceiling because they fell through it, and then they seal that up really quick. So, um,
0: this is I where. Don't know. Yeah, I think so. They go through the floor, but this is a funny moment too. When uh, Jack's, you know, kind of explaining how it works, and the doctor says, you know, he knows, um, and he knows that it's Sonic. And Jack says, uh, "Well, you know, do you have anything that's like that?" And the doctor he just screams, "A screwdriver!" (laughs) screwdriver. (laughs) And Jack's just like, "What? Who has a screwdriver like a Sonic screwdriver?" But you know what? To, To be fair. You could just he just puts it in his pocket. So like it still kinda has the same functionality, but you're able just to hide it anywhere. Or when you're right. walking around with this big blaster, it's blatantly obvious you have a gun. Right. You know.
1: And so. to this point he's had no real need <clears throat> for anything like a blaster. Well, no, nah, that's not true. He I'm sure he could have used it at some point, maybe with the dragons flying around yeah, he could have probably. Used it somehow. Yeah. But I mean, is he opposed to using it for some reason? Is he like no. MacGyver and he doesn't like to use guns? So it was like a sonic blaster, just something like he doesn't want to use for whatever reason. Yep. I don't know.
0: So it's at this point they're uh, pretty much stuck in the storeroom, kind of at like a dead-end area. And it's at this point that Jack is gone.
1: Yeah. Which I thought was a little... Well, but yeah we f- we will find out why well yeah, yeah, yeah. but
0: but yeah he's, he's right. on his way out uh then it cuts back to nancy kind of in their little uh abandoned railway with uh all the kids there and she goes in and basically tells them uh you know they should have looked for somewhere else to stay because wherever they're staying right now is not safe and then basically she says the reason they're not safe is because the child that keeps following them is coming for her yeah and you know the kids just really don't Think that's the case? She's,
1: yeah, because she's never said that to them yeah. before. So they, they think, think she's like always saving is... them, right? Yeah, I think so. Because I think the
0: one kid says that he's like, you don't, you know, you don't put, you're not putting us in danger. You save us, right? And she's like, no,
1: no, he's coming after me. Yep. And there's another creepy thing that happens. Well, there's oh. a kid who's writing on a typewriter. To his father, for if he ever sees him, I don't know. I can't remember what yeah. he did, but he's a just writing touching moment
0: saying, "Yeah, there, I may never see my family again." I'm typing a, a, a letter, but then the one kid's like, "Man, you can't read, you can't write. What are you doing? You're just typing on a typewriter like an idiot." <laughs> uh,
1: but after she, you know, she says, "What was the kid's name?" I think it was like Jimmy or something like that. He's like he's standing next to you, and that typewriter's still typing. And, and sure what do you is. think it's typing? It's just typing the word. <laughs> Mummy, over and over. All
0: work and no play, make Jack a dull boy.
1: So, not only can this thing like project through uh, electronics, but now it's manipulating things. It's one thing to just, you know, be able to to have a a phone ring or be heard through a speaker, Uh, but no, not now. It is. What's it's it's done the the typewriter. And what was the, the other monkey? Was, it did did the mon- it. Oh, the yeah, <laughs> kind of did the monkey thing too, but in the last episode. So it's I it, it feel like its power is almost growing, almost is right. a sense that I got.
0: Yeah, definitely pretty strong, and or at least it's it's portraying and showing its power. So they should mm-hmm. they should definitely be scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, it cuts back to the storeroom with Rose and the Doctor kind of all alone there. But then we hear Jack come over a disconnected radio. And uh, he basically explains that he used the ship's emergency teleporter to get himself out of there. But now he can basically get them out of there well, or as right. well. He's trying to override the navigational computer security because it, I guess the security could only teleport him. But now he wants to work and do it to them as well. Now, he's able to communicate to them because of the ship's OMCOM technology, uh-huh. uh, which is an ability the child has
1: as well. Which was, the, yeah, the stuff to, right.
0: Yep. So then uh, you hear the voice of the child come over the radio. And, of course, it's just uh, keeps saying, you know, are you my mummy? I'm coming right. to find you, mummy. Right. Uh, but Jack is able to jam it playing a, some more Glenn Miller, which is just a <laughs> constant throughout both, both of these episodes. <laughs> um, and that's, of course, the song that they danced to, him and Rose, in the last episode.
1: This is um, what she said. She, he, he says something to her right here, and he, and she just kind of, like, smiles, and she's like, yeah, it's our song. And I'm like, really? Like, you, you've been with this dude for not even – Twenty-four hours and you already have a song with him.
0: Yeah, and that's when that's when uh, Rose says, you know, that uh, Jack reminds her of the Doctor, except with the dating and dancing. That's what she says. Which, I mean, come on, Rose, dating?
1: You danced yeah,
0: no. once. Like she's already in her head thinking she's dating Jack. <laughs> right? I mean, it probably.
1: Come is. on. I. I think you've heard the term like hose in different area codes. <laughs> like she's got them in different time periods always maybe.
0: in different time tracks <laughs> basically what it boils down to uh let's see so then uh the rose or i'm sorry the rose rose and the, the doctor rose. start dancing because rose basically says the to the doctor you know what she says you know except for the dating and dancing he's a little bit offended that he can't that she says he can't dance so he tries to dance but he's not really dancing at this point um and he just kind of begins to but then they get teleported to jack's ship they kind of realize that that's where they are um, and then we see some more nanogenes. This is where we see them right. come in because the doctor's hand has been burnt uh, on the TARDIS control when it sparked in the very beginning of the episode, which is kind of funny. I think that was the first time they referenced that at no point. I, I like, no. had completely forgotten that. I'm like, why are they on his hand? But he says he burned it um, in the TARDIS when that happened. Um, and then the doctor notices that Jack did borrow the ship and that it is Chula design, like the crashed ship that he says. So they're actually mm-hmm. on a Chula ship um and uh of course jack keeps working on trying to get things going and uh well, he left the time agents when he did okay so then they kind of go into what happened so he explains um that um everything that he was doing was not wholly mercenary that he left the time agents when he discovered that they had stolen two years of his memory so at one point he was a time agent jack hmm. but he left when at one point two years of his memory had been wiped And, um, you know, I guess when that happens, when you, when you're part of an organization and you wake up and two years of your memory is gone, right. And you don't know what you did in those two years.
1: So it's almost like uh, men in black, but they can, they can adjust how much you actually forget. Yeah. crazy. And they, and he, and he kind of says like, this is why like, you know, your doctor friend like doesn't trust me.
0: Doesn't trust me.
1: And You get that as a, as a viewer, you totally get that the entire time. Not only has he just admitted like he's a con man. All right. Right, right there is a reason to not trust you. But, um, he kind of goes, like you said, like goes into this whole thing, but he has that way about him where it's like, then he does something where he, he, or he admits he was a con man and then he just removes himself from the situation, but then he brings them on board. So you're like, as like a viewer, you're like going back and forth between, is this guy really bad or is he good is he really trying to help them yeah i don't know i was kind of caught in the middle between whether or not i really wanted to trust I mean, him or I not i mean
0: i almost wondered you know just if you like him i mean he's by himself in the situation as well and even though he mm-hmm. takes advantage of a lot of people when you find people that are kind of in a similar situation or at least who are time traveling and are in the know just like you i think you would latch on to them especially Probably. you know if they're not trying to con you or anything like that i mean i think right. that he sees what they're doing is sincere to some extent so um, I think he's going to try to latch on or stay latched onto them for for a little while. Right. Uh, let's see. Then we see Nancy reaching the crash site because she is heading to the crash site uh, to basically see what is there. Uh, but when she gets there, she gets discovered by some soldiers and arrested. Right. And she is brought to a hut where Jenkins. <laughs> old man jenkins a six soldier all right there's a sick he's basically a six soldier uh yeah. that is there and we see that he has the mark and nancy is freaking out she's like right. you cannot leave me and the soldiers at first well, not, they, really,
1: well, I was gonna say, not only they put her, them in the same room like they're sitting like directly next to each other, chain her
0: down like she's <laughs> yeah, chained yeah. to this table um, and then there's nothing she can do other than watch Jenkins turn into a zombie oh. with the gas mask. Which, by the way, at this point, I don't think we mentioned. We learn that when they transform, it's actually bone and flesh that is transforming. And at this point, you hear. I don't. I don't remember when Con- Dr. Constantine in the last episode turned hearing it, but you hear like crunching. Like really? I didn't really Dude, go back and listen to it, man. There's like yeah. bones breaking
1: like Well, isn't that <sighs> one of the things that they removed? Remember it's like when we were talking about like the uh like the wiki stuff that came out? Like they removed the sounds of the Dr. Constantine one because they thought it was like too graphic. Oh,
0: maybe dude, it's here, man. But they they it's put it in, in this, this one. one. Totally yeah. in this one.
1: It was funny though cuz when she uh, you know, she's begging, you know, to to not be she goes, you know, chain me up if you want to, just don't put me in this room. Yeah. With him, and then uh, the, the the officer who had chained her up kind of starts walking out of the room, and and he says something to Jenkins like, you know, just keep an eye on her. And Jenkins goes, "Okay, mummy." Like, <laughs> yeah. like, no, wait, wait. and he just starts like, "Would you would you call me?" "Would you say?"
0: <laughs> but he just doesn't care. He just keeps walking on.
1: That guy, I thought his acting was great. The, as he was turning
0: uh-huh.
1: into the you know the gas yeah. mask zombies, he was I don't know who he is, and uh, hey, you know.
0: You know whose acting wasn't was Nancy's. (laughs) I actually wrote that down. The like Nancy was so that that I don't know what her name is that actress, but like dude, it was terrible because the contrast. He that guy was great. Like he was was in pain. He didn't want to turn. You know he looked confused. He's like, what's happening to me? But then you cut to Nancy, and it was just like the worst. I'm like, yeah, she has like this like.
1: Like, like she can't get a fart out got the look on her face
0: <laughs> if you go back and watch that scene it was just terrible
1: yeah.
0: uh, let's see so then it cuts to the Dr. Jack and Rose just reaching the crash site and Rose is like alright I gotta go distract the guards but the Jack says nope I'll do that I know Algie and Rose you're not his type
1: hey, so hey. this is
0: an, an interesting scene here hey
1: shooting threes yeah <laughs>
0: But I love too. Then, then uh, what the doctor points out that in the five or the fifty-first century, where Jack is from, people are a lot more flexible in who they quote unquote dance with, right? And that there's so many species in so little time. Mm. So my question, when when he's talking about dance, does he mean sexy time? Yes. And if that's the case, the name of this episode is <laughs> the doctor, doctor Sexy Time. Sexy time. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when I, when this Nino moment Nino happened, I was like,
1: for the <laughs> are
0: you kidding me? This episode is the doctor having sex.
1: <laughs> well, uh, to answer the first part of the question, like, yeah, like, and we'll get into that when we do the, the post episode, like uh, notes. That's exactly what it means. Like, <clears throat> and I think they're referencing like this part right here. Um, now, does it mean the doctor? I don't know. He turned down uh, Rose's mom in the very first yes. episode, so I don't think he's interested in that stuff. No. So
0: <laughs> I just that had me cracking up when I saw that. <laughs> <clears throat> but then they do hear after. So at this moment, Jack goes to take care of the officer, and they hear some singing, and it's actually Nancy singing, putting Jenkins to sleep. Right. So she's able to sing a lullaby because again, the the this disease that is spreading around makes these people almost childish. And so which go to sleep makes, with a
1: lullaby. which makes me ask the question how did she know to sing to him to get him to go to sleep but didn't say use the go to your room thing that the doctor did in the uh, beginning when uh, they were kind of attacking them Yeah and she was it because even, it was her brother that she didn't want to I don't know do anything but she didn't like how did she know how to do that? You don't really get that answer. So I think that, that might answer, be no. a continuity type of thing. And, it, or... and, and
0: it's not like she would have known that the doctor did the go to your room because yeah. at this point she hasn't come into contact and, and she right. would have known that.
1: Right. Huh. So I think that might be just one of those things. You just have to accept it. Yep. Just let it go. Uh,
0: let's see. Jack tries to get into the hospital and sets off an alarm, which of course then makes all the zombies in the hospital come to life or, or wake up and start coming. Uh, the doctor tells Jack to secure the gates and tells and Nancy, Rose and Nancy to reconnect the barbed wire. That's where we see the Sonic screwdriver now creating. So you know, it may be able to. Like if you took your time, you could probably put a hole in a wall. That's just not as big as the blaster. You right. Know? Right. But uh but yeah, we get to see them put some of that barbed wire together. Uh and let's see, that's when I think Rose basically tells Nancy kind of who they are. She says yeah. we're from the future because because Nancy realizes like something's not right here like right. What, what is this sonic screwdriver thing we're using you got to be from somewhere else so Rose just kind of throws it out there and says you probably wouldn't believe me but we're from the future right. and um
1: and and basically tells her that you know uh, Germans don't win yeah you know what I mean and because she, she says she's like I'm from the future she goes I'm from your town I'm I'm a Londoner I'm, from,
0: I'm a Londoner yeah
1: and uh, she's like but you're she goes, you don't speak German she's like yeah they don't win. Awesome. So imagine that, dude. Such a like, cool if you, if, scene, man. Right? If if you were the person, yep. like, if you were in Nancy's shoes and you're in the middle of a war, like, how would you react after that? I would just go home and kick my feet up and just wait for <laughs> it to pass. Because you know the just outcome. wait for it to happen.
0: Yep, it's yep. gonna happen at some point. Well, that's what's cool because you you could tell, like, you know, she has kind of that realization. Like, really. She's, and I, I there's some lines like some dialogue in there where she says like look around how how like looking around and seeing the bombs and just all this carnage constantly happening um but yet we win it's it's just awesome I think yeah, it was a very cool, cool scene that and, a see thing. that's the thing man there's some moments of these shows that are so deep and like that's one of us and I can't even imagine if you lived in England. Like moments like that gotta be so cool, right? I right. mean, us being outsiders, kind of not being a part of that country, it's it is what it is, right? But right. it's it's just very cool, I think, how they incorporate some of those things into the show. Right. Uh, let's see. Jack gets in and manages to open the uh, transport and revealing that it's empty. And um, you know, the doctor asks Rose what they should expect in a Chulu medical support, and Rose hits it right on the head by saying, <laughs> nanogenes. <laughs> right so this is where everything is basically revealed and the fact Mm -hmm. here is that this thing that crashed was indeed a medical transport with nano genes on it that were programmed to heal everything it came across and the first thing they came across was a young child looking for their mummy smashed basically killing that child and the kid had a gas mask on because at this point this was during a bombing run um, they've never seen a normal human before. They don't know what a human looks like. So the nano genes basically went into this dead kid, brought him back to life, thinking that the gas mask was part of that as well. And then when the kid is walking around, or the, this zombie kid comes across another human, the nano genes look at it and say, oh, this person isn't like this zombie kid with the gas mask on. We're going to go, quote unquote, fix that person too and turn them into a zombie walking gas mask wearing person constantly calling for their mummy.
1: Right. It's like our physical form is wrong. Is wrong. To that, And that just makes me think of Twilight Zone. And the classic Twilight Zone episode of, uh, you know, the beautiful woman who is trying to get the surgery done. And the entire time you don't know, like wherever she is, the doctors and the nurses working on her look like pigs. And they think she is Mm weird-looking. Like, that just took me right back to that classic, classic Twilight Zone episode. And it's genius, man. Like, brilliant. The entire time, you are thinking, (laughs) like, this is bad. Like, don't touch the kid because you're going to turn into one of these gas mask things. But but what they think they're doing is right. They think they're helping. They're programmed to help.
0: That's what the nanogenes do.
1: And can you imagine? Like, oh, my God. So much so that the
0: nanogenes basically build... Or heal someone enough to be able to battle on the front lines. I mean, he mentions that because you see now all the zombies are coming at them and almost ready to go. They're built to heal these Chula warriors because now we, you know, we kind of have a little bit little bit of background on the Chulas and they use these nanogenes to prepare their warriors for the front lines and, and all the zombies are standing there and somebody says like, why aren't they attacking? And the doctor's like, they're waiting for their leader, for the command from their leader who of course is Jamie at this point. Right. And he does show up but then we realize cuz Nancy just starts bawling basically saying that it's all her fault and the doctor realizes that Jamie is not her brother but her son who she she's basically kept secret from everybody and he mentions he's like back in 1941 in England a young girl 15 or 16 it was not cool to have a kid. You know that right. just that just wasn't the way it well, was, especially out of, out fair, of wedlock. It's still not, right? but <laughs> right. Hey, <laughs> hey, you could be on MTV, Chris.
1: They make they make <laughs> it MTV. You can be on MTV with that stuff. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Teen Mom. I've seen it. Yeah. The rest of the ninety nine percent of the country doesn't think it's okay.
0: But. <laughs> but you know the fact that that's kind of the whole thing here. So by her, she goes and hugs Jamie, and the nano genes realize that they share DNA. And that her DNA is actually the right way, the,
1: re- the right one. Yeah, that
0: she is the mummy here and fixes everybody.
1: Mm. Not only that, like awesome. that, this whole scene from beginning to the end of this it was just amazing. And and uh, Eccleston's performance was just like when he's like make the connection or like uh, can you we know. get
0: him on this podcast? Do uh, you think we could get Eccleston on the? What's he doing now?
1: I don't think he's doing much of anything right now. to work a paycheck. On that. I want to get doing.
0: Eccleston on the show.
1: Oh, my God. You think he would talk about it? Because I thought like we, we 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 found something where it's like he left because he wanted nothing to do with it. Because like he was done. like He wasn't happy with where it was going. I don't know. We'll have to read that article. We gotta, we'll that, that, we get there. Like said. But how do we contact him? I don't know. Social media. He's got me on social media. <laughs> we'll
0: figure it out. Right. <laughs> um, I saw his penis in the leftovers. Um. <laughs> <laughs> If you ever watched the show The Leftovers? He's in that. Was he um, dancing
1: in The Leftovers? He kind of why well, He's kind
0: of he? going out of his mind. He's a little, he's a little crazy. Was
1: he, was he dancing? He in was Leftovers? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> quote unquote dancing. That's right. Um, but yeah, like I said, great scene. I mean, awesome. his, his awesome. this whole episode, man. I get it now why everybody always brings up these episodes. And honestly, it's the ending. And the best part was like I'm I'm watching it, and there was still like ten or twelve minutes left. Yeah at this point you know like a lot of times we have these moments right at the very end and it ends up with them just getting in the TARDIS and that's it we still have a lot going on in this episode beyond this scene um the great
1: part when when like he takes the mask off of Jamie and it's this cute little boy yep just when he does those reactions where he's just like ecstatic and he's just happy and he picks the boy up and he like throws him in the air he's like He goes, 20 years is going to be pop music. You're going to love it. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) right. Yes. That's what
1: you went with, man. Yeah.
0: The Beatles. (laughs) The Beatles. Um,. But then at this moment, you know, all, everything kind of comes crashing down just a little bit, almost literally because they realize that, wait a minute, there is a bomb coming. We still need to take care of this bomb.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so Jack is able to get into his ship and he captures the bomb in his tractor beam and then is that's riding cool. the bomb. That's at this like, point. yeah, Hilarious. that's Dr.
1: Strangelove right there. Man. Yeah. He was,
0: and, uh, so he's able to come to the rescue and they don't really know what to do. You know, the doctor's like, get it as far away from here as you can. And Jack says, okay, well I'll be able to I'll pull it on my ship and fly away. Doctor waves his fingers, <clears throat> you know, Jack goes away and, uh, then what some nanogenes come, uh, what's, what's the doctor? Like? He says he waves his fingers, summoning yeah, the nanogenes. He
1: kind of just like summons some more nanogenes and, uh. Oh
0: yeah. To, to cure he, everybody else. That's right. Yeah. Like, he kind of tells
1: Rose like you know, you want to see some moves or something like that. And he kind of like,
0: oh, that's like you're
1: like flicking a booger off your hand. Like he kind of like throws the nanogens at all of the other people who were there not that long ago when, when Jamie was, uh, he had like his army behind him basically. Mm -hmm. And, um,
0: great line here, man.
1: And he cures them all. He says, everybody lives, Rose, just this once. Yeah. Everybody lives. Dude, he's so ecstatic right here, man.
0: Dude, has someone, go ahead
1: hold that okay I know what you're gonna say hold that um but he uh he he his excitement for stuff like this like it's so it's just all over his face and and he kept saying he goes just give me just you know just this once everybody lives and uh I don't know it's just he has this excitement about him that's just so infectious that you you feel like you are a part like you feel like you just got saved.
0: It's his facial expressions, man. Like <laughs> it it's just Eccleston, man. He's great. Yeah. Okay. Everybody mm-hmm. lives just this once. Just this once. Mm-hmm. Everybody lives. Has someone died in every single episode? Yes. Someone has, haven't they? I have
1: they? That that was and <clears throat> and uh, that was in my. It's actually in the notes at the end.
0: Okay. Well, uh, we'll, we'll all right, talk it was, about it.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But
0: that that's just an interesting thing. You, you know, I, th- at this point I haven't really realized.
1: No, that. no. Maybe we'll go back quick. If we Crazy. can think we'll, we'll list them all. See yeah. If we remember who died. See, so
0: then of course all the people come back, uh, cured by the Nana jeans. Even this
1: person, Mrs. Harcourt, who has regrown her
0: missing leg. She says, doctor, I came in here without a leg and now walking out with one. Like what?
1: Oh uh, His his was response great. was great. It was like, he goes, well, it's a war. Maybe you miscounted. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> okay.
0: It's great. <laughs> uh, and then it cuts to Jack, man. Kind of a little somber moment here. Like the Chula transport is going to self-destruct. Mm. And at one point he says like, computer, you know, because he's telling the computer, like, thank you for being with me for so long, which that up to this point, I mean, here we are talking about him. Like I said, him finding people like him, maybe wanting to find some sort of companionship. The only companion he's had up to this point was the computer. And he's he's like saying goodbye to the ship computer. Like, thank you for being a friend to me. What are the odds of Jack Harkness surviving this? And it's like, Jack Harkness will die in two minutes, Mm -hmm. 100%. And so like he just thinks he's going to die. He has it create him a little martini, which is kind of sweet. An emergency protocol. protocol, 417, which is a large martini with too much vermouth. (laughs) <laughs> uh, he begins to drink it. Glenn Miller starts playing, and then suddenly, some doors open, and it's the TARDIS mm. at the back of the ship, and uh, the Doctor they asks him back. to come in. So, uh, and then it's where we get a great scene of of Rose trying to teach the Doctor how to dance, and um, he dances, man.
1: Yeah, but yeah. he kind of like remembers it. Like he, she's trying trying to teach him, and then uh, Jack comes on board the TARDIS and makes a comment. Like everybody does when they go into the TARDIS, like oh my god, it's it's so much bigger in here. Um, he he says something like Jack says something he goes, it's so much bigger on the inside, and the Doctor responds by saying like you better be. Did you notice that? Oh yeah, yeah. What See? what does he mean by that? Like like courage maybe
0: like just to have the have the courage like you you portray this arrogance and you portray how strong of a person you are but it's like have a heart type of thing you better be like right huh i
1: thought that was interesting and then all of a sudden like he like uh the doctor's doing his navigating crap whatever Mm -hmm. he's doing on the tardis computer board and uh jack seems like he's about to put some moves onto rose and the doctor just like snaps out of it again. He's like, I remembered. That's right. And he starts dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like that. And then uh, they kind of like do do their two step, and Jack is uh, watching, smiling, watching along. And that's there it. There you go.
0: Yep. That's beautiful. It. And he dips rose too at the end there, which at is the I very thought it was end. awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then we get our next time on. Mm. We have the Slothene surviving yeah. member coming back.
1: But um, I don't know. It's not – we don't get the impression that it's all of them. It's just the no, woman. No,
0: her. I think that's the only one. I think it, it's somewhere in the thing it says, the one single survivor of the Slatheen. Oh, it did say that? Okay, yeah. All
1: right.
0: Um, and there's a nuclear power plant in Cardiff because now that, that surviving member is the mayor of Cardiff. Yes. And there's a nuclear power plant there that's going to bring all these jobs. But we find out that the power plant is actually a, on top of a rift. And uh, the doctor says if this power station was to go into meltdown, the entire planet would basically end, ending the human race. And then, of course, we see Mickey, our boy Mickey, he's going to be back in it. He's, he's back. Um, but then we see a weird image of the TARDIS, dude. With like, uh, Is the rift over the TARDIS? Like something in the sky is happening with this giant beam of light. And he's saying the whole city is going to disappear. Time and space are ripping apart. Something is happening above the TARDIS, man.
1: Yeah. I didn't notice the TARDIS. It looked different, you're saying?
0: No. Like you see no. the TARDIS sitting there and it's like shh, like there's electricity beaming down from clouds oh, okay, up in the okay, sky okay. on top of the TARDIS. Onto the TARDIS. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, does he do they somehow plant the TARDIS on top of this rift? And I, I don't know, man. Mm. TARDIS things aren't looking too good for the TARDIS. No. In this one.
1: Um hmm. but I don't, I don't know. know. But let's okay. all
0: right. So let's get back. I mean that's that's the next time on, but let's yeah. talk I guess back then to this episode, um, I think it's a fantastic episode, man. The yeah. story arc is lives up to the hype from everything we've seen from this being, you know, some of the best episodes. I think if if I was to, and we got an email last week, I forget who it was it sent it, but they said like when it comes to show someone Doctor Who, these are like the two episodes to show them, and if they don't enjoy this, they're just not yeah, going to like Doctor. Don't who. bother, yeah. And I, and I, I from where what we've seen so far. Yes, I think I think you would have to someone would have to at least have some sort of knowledge, I think, going into this or, you know, either us explaining or you explaining it to them or maybe maybe even show them just the first episode. So they kind of know where Rose is, where Rose comes from. And then which mm-hmm. is would, would still be hilarious. But then just show them these two episodes because this is it, man, for me. Yeah, I love these episodes. It's oh, great. they're awesome.
1: And I like that they're, they're you know, Jack is in the next episode, according to the, the uh, mm-hmm. preview for the next episode. He's in that, too. And, like, I, I kind of like that now. In the beginning, I was, like, like annoyed when they would bring, like, a third wheel in. Uh, and they did with – I can't remember what that guy's name was. The one who got the – when he the snapped idiot. and the yeah, thing. Yeah, or, yeah. It, yeah. Was it Adam. Aaron? I want Adam. 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 Um, <laughs> but I think, like, you have to do that to, to, to kind of keep introducing, like, new characters. And I don't know if Jack's going to be around after this next episode. But if he's not, that's fine. Like you just introduced – a, you brought somebody new in, somebody fresh. Mm-hmm. And because if it's just the Doctor and Rose all the time –
0: It's going to get old.
1: It's going to get stale and you know they're just going to go fight or however – whatever they do. Bad guys. So it's going to be the two of them versus bad guys. Yep. So I like that they keep introducing new characters mm-hmm. and new <clears> – <throat> excuse me – new new tools like the Sonic Blaster. Yep. And it's it's not – stale it's not stagnant like things are happening and they're they're bringing new people in to help them along the way it's not just and i I
0: like jack coming in because unlike adam who was just completely naive right jack has a whole back history of time traveling and so his views on things are going to be different knowing that two years of his memory have been wiped what the hell was he doing in that time dude he could have been an assassin out there murdering other time agents, right. right? Like we don't know. They there may come a point where they meet up with another time agent or former time agent, and right. that person sees him and is like, "You're the guy!" And like it just becomes this whole situation, right?
1: Right. That's what I was gonna say. Like like this this opens it up to okay, there's more guys out there, yeah. That that aren't Mickey's, <laughs> <laughs> or that, apps. that are guys, yeah. That are guys that can 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 do things and.
0: Mickey's so use- so useless. Uh, he's, he's
1: although he weak. saved he's the day, man.
0: In the uh, in, what was that? The aliens of London, or I guess World War Three. That episode was the the, the yeah. second episode of that. Yeah, yeah, Mickey saved the day, man. Uh, all right, what do you got for a uh, little trivia? Uh,
1: there's this, a good man. amount of stuff. So the 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 sonic blasters we talked about um, from the weapons factories in Villengard. And learns that, like we said, the doctor had arranged for the, this says, this site says the doctor has arranged for the destruction of the site and its replacement with a banana plantation. So, and this is from like a, the fandom site. So it's, it, no, it's not just, you know, I think this is like actual factual thing. So maybe they're, they're using things from the future and putting them in this list. So, uh, and that goes back to the question that we keep asking, like, is the doctor evil? evil? Um, Uh, we need to hear what Sonic device that Dr. Has Jack mentions his blaster can also function as Sonic cannon and triple fold Sonic disruptor using the squareness function drains the battery quickly. And that we, we kind of glossed over that. Like they couldn't get out of one room because he's like the battery drains and Rose is like perplexed that it worked on battery power.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Um, The thing with the barbed wire, he tells them to set it to setting 2428-D. I don't know if that means anything, but uh, it's cool that it has different settings and you just don't point it. And It's not like a point-and-shoot camera where you just point at something (laughs) and it fixes it. You have to actually put settings on it, which I thought was kind of cool. You
0: know, we glossed over real quick, too. I don't know if you are going to say this. How he mentions to Rose about bringing a red bicycle when she was 12.
1: Yeah, when was that? When when did he say I that? When they were when in the that room. Was.
0: Yeah, but it was almost as if like he's Santa Claus.
1: Well, and that's in the notes here somewhere, and there's something that they allude to it. I'll get to it. All right, uh, where is it? Because it was something like he said.
0: I mean, the thing I'm reading says the Ninth Doctor jokingly suggests to Rose <laughs> that he's Father Christmas by mentioning the red bicycle she got when she was twelve, which was in fact an anonymous gift from we're him.
1: From him. What's that mean? I don't know. Does
0: he meet <laughs> Does he meet a companion and then he goes back and like messes with them when they're kids?
1: Or did he know her all along? Does he and know? just waited for her to grow up?
0: Does he know who his companions are going to be? Dude, time travel blows my mind. I can't even <laughs> I can't even think about it. We just got to move on.
1: I think like he might have known her when he was when she was young and just waited for her to grow up and then went back. Because uh, why was he there in the first place? The very first episode. Why did he show up anyway? What did he what did he say? He said he was just he said he was just passing through or something like that. Did he not?
0: I think it was, yeah. He was just passing through. Was she, no was, she was bringing reason. the money and then he like kinda of saw her. He's like, hurry up, come right. on, or something yeah. like
1: that. Maybe he was watching her all along. He could have been. He's creepy. Yeah. All right. Uh the bad wolf thing. Yep. I think I mentioned this I last he... uh, episode where they kinda of have Bad Wolf spelt in German yep. on a, uh, It was on
0: the bomb uh, in this one, on the bomb, I think, right? Actually. Where yeah. Jack was riding the bomb.
1: Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Um, they use music that is, that will later be featured in the Torchwood series, uh, which cool. we will, we will get to eventually. Um, four years. The thing now. With, yeah. The thing with the cliffhanger, we mentioned that last time, how they, they did the, they, they showed the trailer before the, uh, credits when it originally aired. So it was like a spoiler for people. So they stopped doing that. Um, okay. This one. This one, I just, I'll read it and whatever. Uh, This is sometimes assumed to be the first episode to use a verb in the title. Uh, But that honor actually belongs to All Roads Lead to Rome. The second episode, The Romans. In any event, it is unusual for a Doctor Who title to have a verb in it. But it is more common in the BBC Wales version of the program. I don't get that. So Stephen Moffat, who I think directed this episode... Um, Seems to enjoy titles with verbs, having also contributed the uh, Pandorica Opens and some other ones. Uh, Arguably Blink could also be included, but Blink is both a noun and a verb. Wow, do I not care. But that's amazing (laughs) that people like – that blows my mind. That people of of the 20-something seasons of Doctor Who, people will know that verbs are not used often. To wow. start a Doctor Who title, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I got no comment, man. I know, man. Like, no comment I, on that one at all.
1: Blows my mind. Um, where else we got here? The here we go. The word dancing is frequently used in this episode as a metaphor for sex, and it's it's confirmed. Yep. yep. Uh, writer Stephen Moffat would use the innu- innuendo again in the Girl in the Fireplace. We don't know what that is. Uh, in which it is hinted that the 10th Doctor might have some form of romantic dalliance with Madame de Pompadour. Mm. And again, don't know who that is.
0: Um, mm, mm, mm. What about this one, the partner dance one?
1: Uh, Taking it in its more innocent context, this episode
0: features one of the few scenes in which the Doctor is actually shown to partner dance. The only time he does so in the classic series is the 7th Doctor, who briefly and awkwardly dances with (laughs) Bray, In Delta, in Delta the, Banner, the band.
1: Banner I remember in the very first episode when we were doing the the notes afterwards. Um, and in the first episode when Rose and the Doctor were running hand in hand,
0: yeah,
1: I remember reading something that said like it's only like the second time that somebody held touched hands do- or like held hands or touched I, mean, to I or think I remember like.
0: you bringing that up. You actually brought that
1: yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hmm. I maybe he just. You don't touch him. I don't know. Yeah, leave alone. Yeah. Um, No, and just I just want to
0: point out that it's shown him partner dancing, and if you use what we've been thinking about the term dancing, use here. I hope we don't ever see him solo dance. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Please
1: don't do that. (laughs) Oh man. Um, So this is pretty interesting, according to Stephen Moffat. The sonic blaster used by Jack to blast open the door is destined to be kept in the TARDIS for River Song, who I'm assuming is a character.
0: Yeah, for River Song. Yeah. to find
1: for River Song to find so that she can yeah, so it is a character so that she can use it in Forest of the Dead. None of that makes sense to me, <laughs> other than him um, leaving the sonic blaster there, which is interesting. So like not like reading all these things like there's so they're dropping so many yeah hints now, which you. Have obviously are not gonna we aren't gonna pick up on it but they keep going back to these episodes of pulling awesome, things right? out of it, man. it's
0: like comic books man it's like on, with a little asterisks you know say like go back and see issue 432 or whatever i oh love it man God. which, and which here- by the way i do want to point out to people we are pulling these facts um from a great website this is uh it's basically a doctor who <laughs> wiki page over at uh, fandom.com which has a mm. Awesome wiki thing for not only just uh, Doctor Who, but for our, um, some other things. But that's where we're pulling a lot of these uh, tidbits from here. So if you want to check those out for yourself, uh, maybe I'll put the link. Maybe I'll start doing that. I'll put the link to this page
1: yeah.
0: in the show yeah. notes. Cool. Yeah.
1: Now, this one could open up some doors in what we're talking about here. So this is originally the story following this. The story following this one was meant to have Jack discover that the doctor had been manipulating Rose's life to create the perfect companion. Oof. Explaining the circumstances behind the doctor's comments of her receiving the red bicycle like you said. Mhm. Um, the story was ultimately scrapped when its screenwriter Paul Abbott was unavailable, which blows my mind. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's what's available. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So so up until now like they had an idea of what, you know, the doctor and Rose's connection was. So was that like we're saying again What's his deal? (laughs) It it, it was Rose, not just like randomly picked.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know. I mean, remember that
0: he had there was that one line a few episodes ago when he says like I picked another stupid ape, or whatever it was when she made the mistake, and it was like maybe he just he finds who he thinks can be a companion, manipulates him in whatever way that he can, and you know Rose is the current one right now, but in the past he's had other stupid apes. He's made the mistake. Mm -hmm on some people and hasn't done it right now. We do learn that that story is going to be, or that comment's going to be expanded upon in the Red Bicycle as part of the 12 Doctors of Christmas set, which is okay. like, they, they do right, these right. Christmas episodes, I think. I know, we got to get to those. Yeah. How
1: which, are we going to cover those? Do we do, is I'm, that, they do one like per, with each season or how's that work?
0: I don't I don't think there is an Eccleston one. We're, we'll figure it out. I mean, we're, we're by yeah. the way, guys, we're, we're watching this through Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. so i i don't know like we i think we just got to figure out with the release schedule because i think we should just do it as they were released so
1: okay um so uh in terms of rating 6.86 million so again dipped below that 7 million but more than the first part of this uh this arc Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. I'm going to get to some of these continuity things, but, um, the doctor, let's see. Yeah,
0: some of that's getting into some spoiler stuff. I think. I mean, yeah. I don't think we should go into that as much.
1: Which we can do because, you know, we're the only ones that have never seen it. So <laughs> I don't think we're really spoiling it for anybody new. I think people are going to kick it no, out. No, I'm saying for our... us. I don't, I don't oh, so read it. Oh, so you through. don't want to read it. I don't want to read too much spoiled. of that. No, 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 no. All right. All right. Um, but, um. I thought there was one thing in here that I wanted to say. Some of the
0: errors are funny. It says that uh. You know, scene where the doctor, Rose, and Jack are being confronted by the zombies in the hospital. You can see the light from Jack's sonic blaster reflected in the window. <laughs> okay. And then they screwed up the translation for Bad Wolf. Um, oh, yeah. am not even going to bother to say those words, but, uh,
1: yeah, it's not right. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So um, I thought there was one other thing that I wanted to cover. Uh, no, that might be it. Hmm. Oh yeah, no that that so yeah the the thing with the casualties yeah we 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 talked about that yep so yeah and I was thinking like if if you wanted to go back and think about like just going through them in my head real quick yeah I think I think they all have died I think someone has died in every someone else. has
0: died yeah let me look at the uh let's see so who died in Rose we had I mean a guy gets shot in the face right. point blank right uh, end of the world we have. I mean, the face well, of Bo the, makes it through it,
1: but... No, What? what's her name? The, <laughs> the Cassandra. The
0: skin, yeah. The skin. The, the, the skin, skin. <laughs> the uh, skin that dies. Unquiet dead. We have the old, you know, there's literally dead. Right. The yeah, old there's old dead people the all over the place in that one. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Aliens of London. So this is the first
1: slow scene. the first I mean, one, I think...
0: The the Prime Minister, like every, yeah, a lot of people yeah, died. Yeah, that's true. World they're, War Three, more people dying. I mean, that's when they're all right. getting shocked. The Dalek episode, you have soldiers all over the place. Soldiers right. all over the
1: place being shocked to uh, death. Right?
0: Long game, that's when they're up in the... Um,
1: that's uh, with, uh, when they do the snap the finger thing. Yep. Uh, you have yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Well, Frozen dead White right. Walker yeah. people up there. Father's okay. Day, Rose's dad.
0: Right. Empty child. Nobody Everybody dying nobody, the first well, one? I don't think so.
1: So are they kind of saying it's like the same? I, it's I mean, the, it's the same. same it's one story. This I is like, the, when
0: he says just this one time, it's the one time in this moment. So yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. That's that crazy, man. I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Love it. Awesome. All awesome. right.
0: Well, let's wrap this one up there, man. Yeah. Uh, everybody again, email us the tardis podcast at gmail.com. You can find the link down in the show notes if you want to have your voice heard here on the show please send us an email. We love hearing from you guys and definitely want to, you know, give you a shout out here on the show. And of course, if you are listening to the podcast, either on iTunes or whatever podcast service you're using, leave us a review over there and we are looking for iTunes reviews. So if you leave us a written review on iTunes, we'll read that on the podcast as well. You can follow us on Instagram at Tardy Tardis Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Tardis Tardy. Again, all that in the show notes. Next week, Chris... Yep. Boomtown is the name of the episode. How great is that? <laughs> is <it
1: really?
0: laughs> I'm going to read the description. Here we go. When the TARDIS crew take a holiday, the doctor encounters an enemy he thought long since dead. It soon transpires that plans to build a nuclear power station in Cardiff City are disguising an alien plot to rip the world apart. And when the doctor dines with monsters, he traps within traps. Or he discovers traps within traps.
1: <laughs> so this is the first time that... Well, I mean, the face of Bo had been reoccurring, but he was just a, you know,
0: yeah, it's on the wall. wall. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but this is really the first time like characters have significance in returning, is it not? Mm
0: -hmm. A villain, especially, yeah.
1: A villain, and yeah, I'm. I kind of interested to see where this goes because, like, is she? How how did she get come to power? Uh, She's because I
0: don't know. They hold up the the newspaper that says she's the mayor. So somehow she's
1: because doesn't doesn't the woman uh, that was with them uh, that that became mayor,
0: or did she become prime she, minister
1: or prime minister? Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. would go but on. She to still become prime knows minister. like what this person is. Is She
0: going to be in this episode?
1: Is she mean this episode is this in a completely different time frame?
0: Yeah, oh yeah, that's true too. You know what I
1: mean? So uh, a lot time of questions travel. here. So time travel. Just
0: I hate time travel. Why are we even watching the show? I don't know. Man, blows my mind. But. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thank you, as always, here for tuning into the show, however you're tuning in, whether it's through Podbean, through iTunes, or your podcast service of choice. Thank you so much. And with that, we'll get you next episode. Happy dancing. Later. Get your dance on. (laughs)